We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Hewitt-Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. this opportunity to give my testimony. Um, My testimony begins with um, the month of May. Um, I was at work and one day I just couldn't walk and um, my job is where you have to like move around, you have to be active and I was at work and I just couldn't move and it was my right hip and it cost me like everything. I couldn't walk. I, I, I couldn't walk long distances. I couldn't um, do like most things. So I was referred by my GP to physiotherapy. I was also referred to um, musculoskeletal clinics and all sorts. And I was on crutches. But when I came to church, I tried to hide it so that I could just go on with my church activities. But I was in really a lot of pain. I was on cocodamol, ibuprofen, paracetamol, everything with the lols in it. I was in a lot of on a lot of medication. But um, one day I was at home and I was listening to Bishop Dag's message. Um, it's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit, say the Lord of Hosts. And I was just listening to the message and it just really, I really connected to the message because Bishop was really praying and he was just talking about like obviously receiving him as a prophet and also receiving the messages by saying amen. And I was lying on my bed and I was just praying, God, please heal me. And there and then I received my healing as I was listening to the word of God. No lie. Amen. So, um, yeah, I received my healing through listening to Bishop Dag's message. And also, um, towards the end of the message, um, Bishop was talking about um, writing your three mountains down. I wrote three of the mountains in my life. And by the grace of God, one has been answered. And I believe that the rest of them will be answered. Amen. Amen. And I also um, decided to take communion whilst they were taking communion as the message was going on. And instantly, the healing, it just like, as if I was never limping or anything, instantly I received my healing. And I just want to encourage everyone to listen to the messages. Don't just listen to the message like they said that we should listen to the message, but listen to it with an expectant heart and listen to it consciously and listen to it all the time because there is power in the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Is it not a powerful testimony to hear that what you hear and what you believe can practically come out of the message into your life? Hallelujah. Put your hands together for her one more time. Amen. Next up, still clapping. Want to welcome Marcella. Hallelujah. Amen.
Fantastical. Let us pray. Father, thank you for a blessed afternoon in your holy presence. Let your will be done in this service today. Thank you for the gathering of the saints, Lord. And thank you for the blessing of hearing and receiving your word today. Give you thanks and glory and praise for a blessed day today. Have mercy on us. Show us mercy. And may we be blessed because we came to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. Take your seats. Turn your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter number 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30. We need to change the microphone. Chapter 30. Are you there? Have you found it? We're talking about blessings. Blessings. Your life shall be a blessed life. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be learning about blessings? The scripture says in verse 19 of Deuteronomy chapter 30, it says that I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. That both thou and thy seed may live. Hallelujah. When you are blessed, it affects even generations after you. Hallelujah. When you come from a home that there is a blessing, you will see that your life will be blessed. So, what I'm sharing with you is... How? Like the scripture says that choose life. Choose it. Choose it. A lot of things in life, a lot of things in life, and a lot of good things in life do not happen by chance. Doesn't happen by chance or happen accidentally. Do you understand? A lot of things, a lot of things happen Because it's a choice we make. It's a choice we make. We choose it. Sometimes when you are choosing it, you may not know that this is what you are choosing. But one choice could easily imply 20 other choices. 20 other things that you are choosing for yourself. Do you understand? So... You have to be, and we have to be, a bit conscious and alert of this fact of life. That the things we choose are going to affect us. Your choice is like your decision. Is it for instance, for instance, you could be in a 
secondary school and be saying to yourself, I don't like math. I don't like math. It's true you don't like it. It's true you don't like it. You don't have to like it. Do you understand? But you have to pass it. Yeah. Do you understand? You don't have to like it. There are a lot of things in life that you don't have to like. But you have to go through with it. And get it out of the way. Because you're not liking it. And deciding that I don't like it. Therefore, I won't make an effort to do well in it. Can affect you one day. Is it one day I was speaking to a certain brother who had graduated from uni and had what I would describe as an odd job. So I was wondering, are you listening to me? I was wondering, why? Why won't you try something better? After all, you can try. So I asked him, what were your grades like? And he said, 2-1. I said, 2-1? Are you sure? 2-1 and you are walking around like this? Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Why don't you try... Um, darling, today your first time. You've been here before. Okay. I like your hair. Okay. So now that I've got your attention, I want you to listen to me. So, are you surprised I like your hair? Are you happy I like it? Okay. So, so, I tried to understand and I realized that he didn't like maths. Do you understand? He didn't like maths. So, He has left it because he didn't pass and has been sliding, slipping and sliding through life because all the whatever, better courses would have said said that, oh, you should have at least a C or something in March and you can do this. You can have this and this, but he has... God is like, I can't do it. So I'll go for the ones that I'm not asking for this. So now here he is, been to university, done well, but um, the course he did, I mean, you know how it is. And then secondly, Anything meaningful you suggest to him, it's on condition that this thing, yes, you have to have overcome it before you can come on board. And he had not overcome it. So I'm explaining to you that the choices you make, sometimes when you are choosing something today, you can't even see You can't even see how it will affect you with time. That it it will be waiting for you at another junction. That there is a reason why you should have made a better choice. 
Sometimes you are trying to make a decision. You see people, it appears as though people are pleading with you that don't do it. And if it feels as though when you don't do it, as though you are doing them a favor. It's like parents. When parents are telling you to do some things. We used to feel, do you know that I'm also someone's child? Yeah, I'm also someone's child. Before today, I'm some, I'm some, some, someone's father. I'm someone's child. And I used to wonder. I, used to, I, I always used to feel that, um, especially my father, he was always talking and giving instructions. I used to feel that he wants me to do something for him. How many of you also felt that way? So I don't feel alone. It's that, it's that he wants, it's, that it's for him. And sometimes it comes across, I don't know whether it's poor communication or expression of, say, but it's like the way it sounds, it comes across like he really, you know, he really wants to. Yeah, I heard some children uh, making fun of African parents. Do you know there are a lot of jokes about African parents? Yeah. And the joke they were making, as I was listening to them, they said that it is a disappointment to an African parent when the child doesn't study law or medicine. <laughs> and I was, I was just listening quietly as they were talking and laughing. And the way they would even say the law, and they, they would say the medicine. <laughs> And I, you see, I, said, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't stop them. I, didn't say, I, I just listened because I also wanted to learn to see how. But what occurred to me is that you, now you are jumping here laughing that it's your African parent who wants you to be a barrister. By the time you are called to the bar and you work one year, two years, three years, four years, by the time you actually settle in and you start really like, you are prospering, this African man will be dead and gone. Of what advantage is it to him? What, I mean, what, what, what is it? He's living his life. He has his life. He's, he's, he's done, he's done what he can do. He's only trying to tell you study medicine. <laughs> like, it sounds like a jujuba. <laughs> Is it, but we, we, um, we take a lot of things lightly. It's like, it's not, a, it's not, it's not so major. It's not this, you know, this doesn't matter. This, especially when you are young, when you're young and you don't have, I don't know whether if you don't have a strong person to talk to you or if you are not sensible enough I don't know which I don't know which one is important because you can have a, a strong parent or a strong pastor, a strong whatever, but still, the 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 important information doesn't get down well with the person. So I don't know which, whether I don't know which comes first, a sensible person or a strong um, leader. I don't know which one is it's important. You can be strong, but the person is not. How many of you have strong parents, but you didn't listen to them? Yeah, they were strong, isn't it? Firm, but he still didn't listen to them. Yeah, so it's like it's like a combination of factors. But the person can be strong, shout, scream, everything, but you are not moving. You are not changing. 
no changing. I've been in this church. I don't think, I don't think I'm a bad pastor. But, no, no, it's okay. I, I'm telling you that I don't think so. I mean, but I've been here. And I will hear that my church members have gone to marry somewhere and come. I have a marriage school, marriage counseling, everything. Okay, but so, so you see that it's that recently one of them was telling me that it's been 10 years now. He's very sorry for what he did. He, can, he wants to reorganize so that I bless them and whatever. I said, no problem, no problem. I mean, I will just buy my ticket, pay for my hotel rooms, uh, put your card on the bill so I can eat morning, afternoon, evening, everything, and I'll come. But yeah, he has prospered now. So he said, no problem at all. But he said, it has been haunting him for over 10 years now that he doesn't understand why he did that. That he's in a church. That's why you're in a church like this. And then you appear one, one day. He said, you've gone to marry. But as, as he has grown up now, um, I don't know what has happened, but he says that he really, he really. So when I'm going, I, I, I'll invite you so that you can you can come with me because there'll, there'll, there'll be hotel rooms <laughs> with the card on the bill. Do any do anything you want to do. He he is that he's that eager. He wants to correct that. It's like it's like it has to be corrected. He said it has to be corrected. I think by now it's like 12 years because it's about two years ago. Two years ago, last year he asked, this year he's asked again. Yeah, so I've just said, just give me the date. Put your card on. Because I will chop. How many of you think I should go and chop? Will, will you come with me? Yes, I think we should go. We should go. I think you should come. <laughs> Next time he asks, I'm, saying, I'm coming with 10 people. 10 of us are coming. We'll eat every day. We'll eat three times. Three. So it is. So you see, 12 years ago, mistake is still there. I'm sure he must have seen a few seniazos. Do you know seniazo? Yeah, he must have seen a few seniazos. And if he has the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will tell him that you know what? You did something wrong. You have to correct it. You have to correct it. You have to correct it. Because some, some, of, the, some of the actions, you may think it's okay, something, but it goes to dishonor someone that you shouldn't dishonor. I'm sure I'll, if you are awake, I'll talk to you about it today before we, we, we end. Yeah. Some of the things. You know, that, that's why almost every orangu, do you, know, do you know an orangu? Every rebel, every breakaway, I mean, about 99.9% of them come back. They don't come back. They, I mean, I've only known two people who have actually come back in the biblical way, like the prodigal boy. So most of them don't come. They don't, they don't, they don't reach that standard, that place. Recently, one of them was talking to me that he wants to come back. He wants to come back. So I asked him, which of the coming backs do you, are you talking about? The, 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 the prodigal boy, the one we see in the Bible, or the ones the others do. Then he said to me that, 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 I don't know what the others do. I know about the prodigal boy in the Bible, so I said, okay, I'm waiting. 
Okay, I'm waiting. Because the polygon boy, he went back home. Yeah, he said, I have come. I have come. I have come home. It's not like it's not like I want to have a relationship with you, you see. Because you see, when you break out, if you have your quiet time and you pray, the Holy Spirit will teach you. Will tell that you know what you have misbehaved. You, you have misbehaved. Unless you don't pray, you don't have your quiet time. Some things, some corrections come if you are prayerful. You will make the correction. Anybody who has offended you, and the person is a Christian, don't worry. Patiently wait for the person. He will be coming back. Unless he's not prayerful. Unless he doesn't pray. If he doesn't pray, then it's okay. Let him stay out there. If he prays, the Holy Spirit will speak to him. Will show him that you know what? You haven't done well. You haven't done well. All of them, over 90%, all of them come back. All of them send secret messages. Secret messages. Secret messages. But you know, yeah. I think the way I went about this was because it's, a, you see, it's, it's part of the choices of life that is either making you a blessed or not. Lucy, why, why are you not sitting next to your husband? I like to see husbands and wife when they sit together. It's nice. It's nice to my eyes. Mm. Do you agree? Yeah. 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 It's nice when, I mean. Is that your son? I don't know your children, you know. Anyway, it's a private conversation. Let me let me preach. <laughs> okay. Wow. In Africa by now, I'll be saying, hey, I don't know you. If I see you on the street, I'll walk past you. Do you know your father? He's called Niteko. We grew up in the same place. I'll be giving him a long lecture by now. And then they'll say these African parents. <laughs> so, let me help you by sharing with you one or two choices that you must make so that you'll be blessed. Because it is in your power. It is in your power. It is in your power to choose. Are you not happy that it is in your power to choose? To choose. And to carefully choose. I'll quickly start from Ephesians 6 because that won't take me much time to overcome Ephesians 6. Verse 1 says what? Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Verse 2 says that honor thy father and mother. What does it mean to honor someone? It means to show respect. Show respect. Show respect. Show respect your parents. Respect your father and your mother. Do not say anything that would lead even an aunt to have a bad impression of your father or your mother. Don't do that. Don't. Don't. If your parent comes to you, calls you, Attempts to relate with you. Do not. Is it because? Is it sometimes I see people. I don't understand why they would, people who can quarrel with a parent just have a fight with them or tell them off. Especially you, sometimes you see you've given birth. Then your mother has come to help you, and then you are shouting at your mother in the house. 
it is, you see, it is, it is an act that leads to dishonor. I, I, I want you have to have a broader picture and a broader understanding of it. That even when you, even you are chatting, you are chatting with your friend. What you say about your mother to your friend can amount to dishonoring your mother or your father, whatever you have. So you are just chatting. And you think nobody is there, but your, 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 your friend is gaining a picture that your parents are so some way. That is honoring them. You see, in my pastoring life, one of the things that I've noticed that struck me is when someone's mom or dad is around and after church, after church, they bring the person to me to introduce to me that this is my mom. It feels like one of the proudest moments. I notice every time someone introduces their mother to me, you should see the way the mother looks. It's like she feels, she feels honored. It's like my child is proud of me. She would only be thinking blessings for you. Blessings. Compared to the one that will say, Let's go, let's go. Pastor is busy. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He's busy. And the mother will say, oh, I just want to say hello to him. He's busy. He's busy. Let's go. Like you are shooing cattle. It's a dishonorable act. You are bringing dishonor. Speaking. Talking. What you say. How you relate with them. Even if they are annoying to you, they should not be annoying. Even if they are annoying. Even if they are annoying. You know, every old woman is called a witch a couple of times in her life. Every old woman. Once you cross a certain age, it's as though you qualify as a witch. Someone will refer to you as a witch. Once you cross a certain age, when your beauty becomes a little, you know, out of balance. Yeah. No, you're young. Imagine uh, that old mother, you know, that you say she's a witch. But she was young. She was young like you. She also had a smooth face. So when did she turn into a witch? Growing up, some people call you a witch one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're growing up, you're coming. I don't know why old men are not called wizards, but it's a, it's a woman. <laughs> yeah, it's a woman. Because you hit a certain age, you try to advise somebody, do this, do it like this. They don't agree with you, they say you're a witch. You are the reason why they lost their job. You are the reason why this is like this. I mean, it's, it's funny. So to remain blessed, keep this. Honor thy father and mother so that it will be well with you. 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 Decide to honor them. Decide to honor Decide to obey them. Except when they say you shouldn't be a Christian. 
That's the only time that you, you I mean, I would not advise you to obey such instruction. You know, I tell you, let's go to hell. Obey your father and your mother. I tell my siblings, our mother is always right. Oh, yeah. I said, we don't, we don't disagree with her. Anything she says, she's right. And then ask yourself, what can she say? What can she say? What, I mean, what ah, can she say? <laughs> yeah. As you correct some of these things that look little and simple in your life, you see blessings of peace coming into your life. You see, because somebody, you don't know what is fighting you. You don't know what is fighting. You don't know what is coming against you. Honor your father and your mother. Hmm. That it may be well with you. That it may be well with you. The next thing you should choose. And we are closing in five minutes. (laughs) You want another thing to choose? The next thing I want you to choose It's in Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 5. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek. You are blessed when you are meek. So you have to choose to be meek. Do you know who a meek person is? I'll give you the dictionary's definition of a meek person. A meek person is someone who is tamely subject to injury. I will. I will. Someone who is tamely subject to injury. In other words, someone who is not reactionary when they are offended. They take offense and pain calmly. Calmly. The opposite of tame is wild. Uncultured. Untrained. So you see, you see people reacting. You see, when you see someone being disrespectful, the person is not courteous. The person doesn't know doesn't know where not to misbehave. That's that's an untrained person. You see, there are people. You see, sometimes you can be with someone, and then the person is, person uh, say something that you find offensive. You have to check who is this person? Who is this person? This is not someone. This is not someone who is in your um, who is your classmate. Then you empl- you employ meekness. You employ meekness because if the person is your classmate, you talk back. You react. Are you with me or you've disappeared? So, for example, if you are in church. And you're not happy with your pastor. He's your pastor for goodness sake. 
You didn't choose him. God chose him. Do you respect God? God chose him. And I'm not saying that, so therefore pastors should misbehave. I'm not saying anything as crazy as that. But I'm saying that, for goodness sake, he's your pastor. Watch how you react to the person. Watch how you respond. Before you take a bag and walk out. Before you say, hey, be meek. It's true, you are hurt. It's true. A meek person, you see, the qualification meek needs the test of hurts, wounds, and offenses to be called a meek person. You need it. You need it. It is required. That is what that is that is what will make us know that you are meek or you are not. And you are blessed when you are meek. In other words, you are blessed when you are offended, but you are tame. That is, you are calm. You are cool about it. Not after church. Um, Rev, can I see you? Rev. Rev, can I see you? I need to point a few things out to you. Oh, you are at home. Then you call your parents for a meeting. I need to talk to you. I need, I need to talk to you guys. No, not even mommy and daddy. You call them guys. Call your parents guys. You feel, you feel it's cool. There's nothing cool about calling your parents guys. There's nothing cool about it. There's nothing cool about it. I don't buy it. I won't buy it. You guys. What do you mean guys? What do you mean guys? What do you mean guys? When did you lose it? Where did you lose it? I mean you guys. You guys listen to me. And you are talking to your mom and dad. You say you guys listen to me. You're talking to your, your pastors, or you're, or you're talking with your friends. You're referring to your pastors and say, you know, these guys, you know how they are. These guys, why do they become guys? Are you not a Christian? And you want to be blessed. You want to do well. You want miracles. You want blessing. You want God. And God has stated, God has stated, you don't, you don't even need a convention. You don't even need a, a special service. He has said, if you are meek, you'll be blessed. If you honor your father and mother, you will be blessed. A meek person is a blessed person. How many of you have been offended before? Since you were born. Some of you have never been offended before. Hey, I'd like to be your friend. Because it means there will be peace in the relationship. How many of you have been offended before? Oh, yeah. Me too. I've been offended by you before. Yes. Yes. I've been offended by my church members before. Many times. Many times. Sometimes it's amazing how the ones that have offended you most are the ones who can handle a mistake that you make with them. It's very, very amazing. It's very, very amazing. Now you see them. They are the ones that are now trying to threaten you and you are tempted to say, clear off. Do you know how many times I've forgiven you? After mm. have to be meek. Amen. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek. 
blessed are the meek. The meek are blessed. You are blessed when you are meek. You are blessed when in your marriage you are meek. Otherwise, your marriage, but your marriage will be destroyed. You are spoiling your marriage. Is it one day an older lady, not so old, I mean she's older than the people she was speaking to, no lady, said to some young girls who were talking about how, 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 how I mean right must be right. And I was sitting there. Sometimes I sit and I don't say anything. But I'm hearing everything that's going on. I was sitting there and they were talking young, young, fresh. So, you know, when you are young and you are fresh, there's a lot of hope. Uh-huh. And you are very idealistic. Idealistic. Everything is perfect to you. Everything will work out well. When you graduate at 21, by 22 is your wedding. By 23 in your and a half is, is the first pregnancy. By 24, you've delivered. And then you break for another two years. By 26 and, and one month, second pregnancy. By 20, 26, 26 and 10 months, second child has come. And then you do baby dedication on 26 and 11 months. By 27, you know, you've moved, you've moved homes. Because the children are growing up now. So you need to move homes. And then, and then you change your car. Very, very idealistic. May all your dreams happen for you. Yes. So, you know in everything there's the ideal and there's the real. So the real sister sitting by, ask them, ask them, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And there was silence in the conversation. Because now, because now they weren't sure what they wanted. Because they felt when they are right, they'll be happy anyway. He said, I'm going to insist. I'm going to get this. No, you have to be meek. In your relationship, be meek. In your marriage, be meek. Don't, insist. don't, don't announce every head. Don't announce every head. Don't announce every offense. You are introducing soundness into the relationship. You don't announce every head. I mean, all these years, every time I announce to you who has done what and what you have done, every day I announce it. Can we even laugh? You won't even laugh. As soon as you see me, there'll be tension. It's like, who, who next? <laughs> yeah. be meek. You have to be meek in the marriage. Otherwise, you will destroy the marriage. You will not be blessed in the marriage. You won't be happy. You won't be happy. Especially those of you who have this kind of calm husband who don't complain. You see, they, they usually think that, they usually think that they are not offensive. It's like you, you've not done anything. Because he's always calm. He never complains. He's peaceful. Look, I'll tell you something. Should I tell you something? Tell you something. Don't tell them I told you. 
they are, they are perhaps the most dangerous partners to have. Because just as they don't say anything when you are misbehaving, they can walk out on you without discussion. It shall not be your story. Yeah. Because it's like, he doesn't say anything. You, everything you are talking, everything you have, you have, you've called him to account. Why is this here? Why, why did he leave his socks in the fridge? Why did he do this? Why did he do that? Why is this, this, this? Every time you are bringing up, you are bringing arguments. Every time there's an issue. So you feel, you feel, the scripture says that he that is forgiven much should love much. But sometimes people that are forgiven much, I realize they don't even realize that they are forgiven much. They feel they are perfect. 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 They feel all is okay. Because nothing was said. Nothing was said. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. So you come home, he's just, he's just eating all the rice. That one, he has to explain himself. Why he's eating all, why do people eat rice? Why, why, why is food eaten? It's just the two of you in the house that you are standing in the house and you are shouting, Who ate all the rice? <laughs> One day, a certain brother wanted to do his best. Jonathan do his best. So under the duvet, under the duvet, he stretched his hand to touch wherever he normally would touch to give the announcement that, you know, yes, yeah. When he st- pressed the button, and then his wife said, "Who is that? Who is that?" Who can it be? Who can it be? Who can it be? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Because she's not happy on the day. Who is that? Instead of being meek, you want to settle scores. You want to settle scores before anything progresses. You want to battle. You want to battle. It's like, it's like this is the time I've got his attention. It's like now you need me. So who is that? If he had asked me at that time, what should he say? I'll say, tell her it's the gardener. <laughs> tell her it's the gardener. Introduce battles into your home, into your life. Be meek. Be meek. Be meek. How many of you have decided to be meek? Let some offenses pass. Let it pass. You will be happier and you'll be more blessed 
if you let more offenses pass. I mean, if you're a parent, are you going to quarrel with your children? Because your child has said, you won't talk to the child again. No, you have to forgive the child. You have to let it go. You have to forgive your child. It's, it's your child. You even have to say to yourself that it is not good for this child for me to quarrel with him. To let me even reach out to him. Let me reach out to him to help the child from, from living a cursed life. That is the love of God. Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Whilst we were offensive, whilst we, he found that offensive, he died for us. That's how God showed his love. He didn't wait for us to repent. That's why whilst you're offensive, you see your pastor is praying for you. Yeah. He's making moves to help you. He doesn't wait. He doesn't say, well, wait. When they come to their senses, we'll see. No. Bless are the meek. Don't promote fights in your world and in your life. Don't let fights continue. Don't let fights continue. Don't promote fights. There's a fight. It's going to be a, a long, drawn-out battle. Create atmospheres that people that are under your authority will be blessed. You shall be blessed in this church. You will do well in this church. Let me give you my last choice you should make. So you've got three, three things that you can go and work on as you go home, isn't it? Yeah. The last one is in Malachi chapter 3. Your chair, you and your husband, your chairs are waiting for you. Okay. Today I'm head I'm arranging people. Yes. Why are you taking such a long route? <laughs> Malachi chapter three, verse ten. Is that Aita Nelson? Wow. There are people. And Evelyn. Is that Evelyn next to you? Wow. I'm happy to see you. Why are your children? Are they here? Okay, we're having a private discussion. (laughs) This one is about tithing. It's about tithing. Say, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, a blessing, a blessing. Tithing activates blessings. Tithers are blessed. That is why Jews are blessed. Tithers are blessed. This is a scripture. This is a scripture. When you bring the tithe, 
windows of heaven are open. Tithing is almost like a remote control button. When you press it, windows of heaven are opened. A blessing is poured into your life. So it means that non-tithers are, are denying themselves of a blessing. Are denying themselves of a blessing. Every time you tithe, every time you tithe, every time you tithe, you activate a blessing in your life. When tithing, when tithing becomes part and parcel of your life, you walk under a blessing. You walk under a certain grace. A certain grace. A certain grace is over your life. When you are tied up, all tithers walk under a certain grace. There's a certain constant blessing over their lives. Who is tithed? Even if it's one pound. Even if the increase is ten pounds and the tithe is one, give it to God. Give it to God. It belongs to him. And stay, stay, stay. And that the blessing of a tither. There's a blessing for tithers. There's a blessing for the meek. There's a blessing for those who honor their parents. There's a blessing. There's a blessing. There's a blessing. There's something that is. There's something about them. When I see children that honor their parents, they are are actually different. They are actually different. From those who fight their parents. Or stand up to them. One day, it was in the middle of the night, and a certain lady called me that she and her mother, they've just caught her father having an affair. Before she will continue the story, I said, what are you saying? You, you went, you went to see your father sleeping with somebody with your mother. I said, what are you saying? What, what are you saying? Now she's surprised at my response. I said, you've made one of the greatest mistakes in your life. You have joined your mother. She said, she said, we stood behind the door. We were banging the door. Hey, she said, we drove for about five hours to, is that, is that we got there, there was some, some intelligence that this is where they are. She said, we drove for about five hours to the place. And we still, we know, it's like there's nowhere for them to go. We banged the door at the point then daddy opened the door and there was the girl there. I said, I said, my darling girl, I'm sorry. But you have made a mistake. You have made a mistake. Have you not read about um, Ham? I said, you have made a mistake. I said, this is between mommy and daddy. You shouldn't have gone. You shouldn't have added your voice. Till today. Till today. Till today. That girl's life, eh? that girl's life. I said to him, you know what? You have to find a way and correct this thing. Till today, as I'm talking to you, her life, 
her life. We all there, we don't even know where the wind comes from. This wind has hit her this way. Then there's another one from this direction that has eclipsed her this way. Nothing, nothing she starts works. Nothing. It just doesn't work. I'm sure I've poured oil, oil. Sometimes you will pour oil. Sometimes we pour oil. Your testimony is bleak. You see, that act brings dishonor to daddy. And the instruction is, honor daddy. She just said to her mother, oh, sorry, I mean, we pray, but I can't, I can't come. I can't do this. I can't. I mean, I respect him. I can't. He's wrong, whatever, but I can't. You know, mommy, I can't do it. Hmm. Arguing with God about tithe. You're telling God you'll pay next week. Next month. God, relax this month. I'll pay next month. No. No. Give it to him. Give it to him. He said he will open the windows of heaven. And he will pour. He will pour. He will pour. As for tithing, I have testimonies. I have personal testimonies. But due to fine protocol, for you not to be too jealous. I'll keep it for this sermon. But as for tithing, as for tithing, I have personal testimonies. Personal testimonies. I am, I am in a certain state that I can't explain it. I can't explain it apart from a supernatural divine intervention. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. And I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. But you're a lot. If you fall in a smaller group, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But I don't need some things. I don't need it. I don't need it. Because of time. I don't I can't remember the last time that I had need. That shall be your story. You will walk under a constant state. Constant state of blessing. Constant state. Constant state. Constant state. Constant state like that. Constantly. Constantly. There's constant supplies. There's constant supplies. There's constant supplies. There's constant supplies. You'll be surprised things in your life that you don't need money to buy. A million pounds will not be able to buy it. But God can bless you with it. God can bless you with it. God can bless you with it. It's my prayer for you that you have a blessed life. It is my prayer for you that when you are described, when you are described and when you are talked about, it will be said that you are blessed and not cursed. 
that you are happy and not frustrated that it is well with you and you are not in difficulty may the blessings of God prevail in your lives may the prevailing force and the prevailing power in your life be blessings may you be known as a blessed child may you be known as a blessed person may you be known as one that God has blessed and God has favored may you always be blessed may you always be blessed and in your blessing may you never lose your wisdom may you never lose the wisdom of choosing a blessing of choosing a blessing may God bless you may God keep you may God honor you may God promote you may every tear that you have every pain that you have every difficulty that you have may it be corrected may it be corrected may it be corrected may every weakness in your life be corrected in Jesus name go blessed go blessed go out of this service blessed go out of this service favored go out of this service with God's help expect good news expect great news expect great things go home blessed may the rest of August be a blessed season for you in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name may every pain in your life be healed may every trouble in your life be resolved you shall not return into trouble you shall not return into disturbance you shall not return into confusion you shall not return into difficulty be blessed be blessed be blessed in Jesus name lift up your two hands and thank God thank him thank him thank God thank God speak speak thanks speak speak thank him thank him thank him he's blessing you 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 God is blessing you he's blessing you you are being blessed he's blessing you thank him thank him thank him thank him thank him thank God for his blessing thank him 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 for his blessing a blessing is coming upon your life as I speak as I pray for you you are being blessed yokes are being destroyed yokes are being destroyed I curse every yoke I curse every difficult condition I curse I break it off your neck in the name of Jesus be blessed 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 you shall do well you shall do well you shall do well you shall do well you shall flourish you shall prosper you shall break through into blessings father thank you that these precious ones shall live a a precious life they shall live a blessed life they shall be well favored sheep well favored sheep well favored members 
members that have prospered members that are doing well members whose relationship with you is rich and strong let that be their portion Lord rain upon them Lord rain upon them Lord rain upon them Lord rain upon them Lord your blessings and your favor thank you Lord thank you Lord for your blessings today and for your kindness I thank you I give you thanks we shall be careful to give you all the praise we shall be careful to give you all the thanks we shall be careful to give you all the thanks thank you for your favor Lord and thank you for your goodness in the name of Jesus now while every eye is closed every head is bowed there's one great blessing that I want to pray for you that you may have and that is salvation maybe you are here somebody invited you to church somebody brought you to church today or you've been coming to church but you don't have a real relationship with God deep in your heart you feel far from God and you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus if you're here like that you'll say pastor pray with me I don't want to go to hell when I die I don't want to go to hell I want to go to heaven I want to make that decision to choose life and not death pastor please pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus if you're here like that just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you your right hand wherever you are God bless you lift up high so I can see you pastor pray with me I need Jesus God bless you I can see your hands you also want to join you want to say pastor pray with me I need Jesus in my life I need Jesus in my life God bless you if you have your hands lifted up I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Just come. Come. Come to me. Come. You lifted up your hand, just come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand and you want to come, you can still come. As we say this prayer, say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ, who died for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. That from today, I will serve you. I will obey you. I will no longer serve Satan. Say, I am born again. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for these precious ones. Let this be a journey of blessings. Let this be a journey of your favor. Let this be a journey, Lord, that they have begun that they shall never experience regrets. Thank you for your blessing and thank you for your help. In Jesus' name, amen.